Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. Catch every single moment. We're underway. On your station of origin. Origin Triple M. One hour to go. Well, what did we tell you? Trouble was coming. Just when you thought New South Wales were as sure as winks on race day, Wayne Bennett's baby Maroons came from the back of the field to produce one of the greatest upsets in origin history. So for the second year running, New South Wales find themselves 1-0 down in a do-or-die battle to save the series. Can you believe it? See, the thing about Origin, you just can't predict anything. But in its 40 years, one thing never changes in every Origin series. Game two. Game two is always do or die for one team. And once again, that team is New South Wales. 40 years built on nights like this. And now Freddie faces his toughest challenge, and it will be without his captain and the heart and soul of the Blues, Boyd Cordner. Luke Keary's been dumped, and this is now well and truly Nathan Cleary's team. It's pretty brutal. We all know what we put our hands up for. Will he sink or will he swim? Wayne Bennett's made these kids think they're 10 foot tall and bulletproof. I'm not a rock star, I'm a football coach. And all this talk about Queensland being the worst origin side in history. (laughs) Well, that will just make them want it that little bit more. make some changes. No Brimson and no Welsh. They are big, big losses. But after what's happened over the last couple of years, Queensland would love nothing more than to seal the series on enemy territory. New South Wales must win this game or the series is a disaster. So let's see just what these kids are made of. Who will stand up tonight and make their mark on origin history? State of Origin, Game 2, for our great mates at Ream and Maccas. New South Wales versus Queensland. Triple M, Rock's Origin, bring it on. Yes, Ryan Girdler, you should be giving the pump-up speech to the Blues as they warm up in the dressing room. And uh, Queensland also here at ANZ Stadium on the most beautiful mid-November night. My goodness, it's weird coming out here for State of Origin in the middle of November. It's like we're coming out here for a Foo Fighters concert or something. It's still daylight. The lights have just been turned on. And the pitch, it has never looked better here at ANZ Stadium. It's the Blues down one. Queensland can wrap up one of its most unlikely series victories if they can get the job done tonight. And a man who played 14 State of Origins, Wendell Saylor, 
You were very nervous last week, and they, they, they in fact, they proved you wrong. Yeah, they did. Are you a little more bullish tonight? Hello to you. Yeah, look, I think they'll back it up, um, their performance, but I am a little bit nervous to see what they can do. Um, there's a couple of new players in there, and to see these young players and see if they can back it up, it'll be interesting. And to my left, I've got two men here who, between them, play 10 State of Origin games. <laughs> Ryan Girdler and Brent Reid. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Dan. Hello, everyone. We've seen this movie before, haven't we, Gerds? New South Wales, red-hot favourites, and it just goes wrong. And once it starts, it's like it's like a snowball effect. Just too many times, Dan, and, and you spoke about, you know, the pressure applied at this level. I mean, it affects players. And once you get one behind and it's do or die, it's just it becomes unpredictable. So like they did last year, they got themselves into a, a sticky situation and they need to get them out of it, get themselves out of it. I like Queensland's chances tonight, Dan. I tipped them by four before game one. They won by four. I was on a podcast with a couple of telly journalists. Tipped them by four, and I wasn't. You as, are a Queenslander. I was sorry. not as confident as I am tonight as a Queenslander. You well, are a Queenslander, I, though. I, I am, think but we can I feel take good, that. Dan. Okay, I feel good tonight. You're wearing a sort of sort of maroon, sort of maroon shirt. I'm trying to be a little bit impartial, Dan. <laughs> really? More what, what, melon, what are you confident about? When, uh, for me, they've got a better pack this week. They go into a Queensland, uh, in, New South Wales. Queensland is what like, I know that you know. So Welsh, Tristan Welsh has been a fantastic. Uh, yeah. part of their side last week, and he was brilliant in the final series and the back end of the year for the Melbourne Storm. But Dynamis Louie is no one's fool. He's been brilliant yeah. for the Raiders and played up until the prelim final. And then Sewer comes in to start. Mm. Cohen Hess, who you know, wasn't at his best last week and hasn't had a fantastic year, well, he moves over to the left-hand side, and, or Kafusi goes to the left, mm. and Sewer comes in on the right. I think that's a stronger pack than what they had in Game 1. And I don't think it's a necessarily stronger New South Wales team. I, 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 would, I, would, I wouldn't have dispensed with Luke Carey. I think he's a better player than Cody Walker. I know Cody, Cody Walker played great at the back end of the year, but you've got to remember how he played last year in Origin. 60 minutes or whatever, got hooked, um, and I think they'll go after him tonight. I think, you know, obviously he's on the same side as Jaden Sewer. I reckon Jaden Sewer will lay him up and, and put some heat on him early, and um, I don't necessarily think that's a better New South Wales team. I know they've made a couple of changes. Payne Haas, obviously, into the team. I like Dale Finucan on the bench. One um, thing I think, Rudy, that, that we need to take into consideration, last week, you know, Tyson and, and Jake and Payne hadn't played football for mm. five and a half, almost six weeks. So at least they'll have that run under their belt. And I think when we run out of legs at the, in the second half of last week's game, hopefully that one game... Uh, we'll just give them a little bit more conditioning and then you bring Dale Finucane back in who's obviously played up until the grand final. Nathan Brown played a couple of weeks into the finals as well. So hopefully there's, I don't know, a little bit more petrol in the tank for New South Wales pack tonight. I think Welch is a huge loss for Queensland because I think he had a great season, Christian Welch. Great for He was outstanding at the back end of the year. I thought he was great in Origin 1. And I know Dynamis Lou's been around a long time. Um, he's untested this level, but I just think Welch is huge for, huge for Queensland losing him. Dell, the old master, the old sensei, Wayne Bennett, he lifted them for game one. Can he lift them? Can that effect continue through games two and, and, and game three? Oh, look, I think it can because that's what Wayne does. You know, he gets the right people around him. You get Alan Langer, you know, you get uh, guys like Mel Meninga, who, who, to be honest, Mel and uh, Wayne, you know, they've had their little, uh, I suppose, um, what could you say, their little... Um, um, battles over the years. Lovers' tiffs. Yeah, but yeah. this has been perfect, perfect scenario for them to come back together. Uh, Ream, of course, bring us Triple M footy as they have all year, steady, hot and strong. And Macca's, where you can still tackle the heat of the new McSpicy Burger from Macca's. So uh, 100% Aussie chicken burgers at Macca's. And don't forget Gangs of London. I forgot to check it out, Gerds. I remember we pumped it up we last did. week on Stan. It's every, outstanding, Dan. Every episode of the explosive new series, G Gangs of London, premieres this Friday uh, only 
on Stan. Are we expecting any late changes, Reedy? I know, you know, particularly Wayne can be a bit cagey with this sort of stuff. The teams will be in in the next minute or so because we are one hour from kickoff. So 8.10 New South Wales time, 7.10 Queensland time is when this game gets underway. I wouldn't have thought so, not with Queensland. I think... Um you know, it worked so well last game. Obviously, I, I wouldn't th- wouldn't have thought he'd bring Mo Fudawaka in. I think that starting 13 will be the starting 13 and the bench will stay at ease. I'd be surprised if there were any changes there with Queensland. Okay. New South Wales wouldn't surprise me. Uh, if Dale Finucane maybe starts, maybe pushes Jakey up to the front row, gives one of those front rowers a rest. Is there something not right with Jake Draboyevich, Gertz? Hard to say, yeah. I, I think the style in which he's been asked to play at the moment, I think the fact that now 13's seen... As a little bit of a ball player, um, yeah. hasn't helped his back end of the season. Well, I think he, had, I reckon he had a flat back end of the year for Manly. To be fair, Jakey, and um, at times I think you're right, Gerds. He was almost looking. To, I thought he tried to ball play a bit too much towards the back end of the year, and rather than just tucking the ball under his arm and getting forward with it, and um, you know I, he wasn't great. I tell you, and again, Tyson. I didn't think Tyson no, Bell had a great. But year. again, he, he needed to have a sort of run under his belt, and he's, yeah. he's performed at this level. But just in relation to, you know, those three middle players, you need those guys to go forward. So mm. last week I thought Jake got into first receiver a lot. So you had Nathan on the right-hand side. You had Luke on the left. You had Cook there that likes to run as well. Then you got Jake in there getting to first receiver and Tedesco also. So there were so many dominant ball players. I think, you know, the focus for those three middlemen for New South Wales tonight just needs to be get across the advantage line, look to get on your belly, give us some momentum, get a quick play of the ball, which allows then time and space for Cook and the halves because their kicking game last week, New South Wales, was diabolical at times. I know you mentioned Nathan Brown before. I'm really intrigued to see how he goes because oh. he's a bit of a hothead, right? He plays on he plays on the edge, Nathan Brown. He's had his issues over the yeah, years. put him in this atmosphere. Well, yeah. I can see him out here. Well, that's why I thought that, you know, having him on the sideline spinning his wheels mightn't be the best use no. of his energy early. He'd be a guy that I'd almost throw yeah. out off kickoff just to, you know, be there for that softening up period. Yeah. Well, you should get it. You said they're two nicey-nice girds. Nathan Brown's exactly the sort of player that could get a bit nasty in this game. Gertz, what do you think of Nate? What do you, what do you expect from Nathan Cleary tonight? He's under immense pressure tonight. Yeah, but immense I, pressure. I, I don't think I think he's got the right temperament. I, I think he's he's purpose built for Origin, and and I think it took him a couple of years at Penrith. There, we saw him, you know, with a lot of good players around him, always to you know be of service to everyone else. I've said all week that I think he needs to go into this one with the keys to the car, with a little bit of arrogance, thinking that he needs to be the the best player New South Wales have on the field, not look after everyone else. Make sure he's, he's getting his team where they need to go. Make sure he's the dominant ball player. Run and threaten the line because he's bloody good at it and that'll take pressure off other people around him. So. Or we're going to hear from Wayne Bennett. Uh, he just spoke a few moments ago. The teams are 1-17, to 1-17, to so no late changes. And then we'll have more after this as Triple M rocks state of origin across the nation thanks to Ream Hot Water and the Mackers. Thanks to Ream Hot Water. Rocks Thanks to Rain and McDonald's. Triple M Rocks State of Origin. Welcome back. We're here on this beautiful Wednesday night at ANZ Stadium in Sydney. It's about 25 degrees. Conditions are perfect. It'll probably cool down a touch, but uh, uh, it should be hard and fast, as the great Tony Gregg would say. <laughs> the pitch looks great. The weather's perfect. And Wayne Bennett, a short time ago, caught up with Channel 9. 
Thank you so much, Brace. Yeah, the super coach uh, joins us now. Wayne, uh, good evening to you. Um, origin number two. Uh, everyone okay? Made the trip down okay? Yeah, no, it was good. Um, all went well today. A few hours on the plane and buses, but that was fine. Such a strange preparation, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but yeah. you know, the good part is the players that have experienced it through the year with their clubs and that, so I wouldn't like to be doing it just as a one-off. You took them by surprise in that first game. I mean, you and I weren't surprised, but you took them by surprise outside of the Queensland team. Does the game plan change this time around? No, not really. we just got to do it better. Yeah, it's not um, something in a week you can't change a real lot, but you just um, we can do things better, and that's what we're trying to do tonight. Do you have to stop them thinking... If we win this one, we've got it. <laughs> yeah, that's true, but I, th- I think it runs a bit deeper than that. But yeah. um, my biggest worry tonight is probably the, the first-time players last week, thinking that you know this time it'll be a bit easier, but it won't be easier. Trying to control all of that. Yeah, um, sure. You also had a couple of stashes during the week with the New South Wales media. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you rate them? <laughs> well, I didn't really have any stashes with them. I just had some opinions I didn't agree with. Yeah. Like the worst side in 40 years. I mean, do you use that to fire yourself up and the team up? Oh, you do and you don't, but it's quite a ridiculous statement, so you've got to think that the guy's got a few problems. Yeah. you got a lot of Queensland behind you. Um, do you allow yourself to think? Let's take it out tonight. Uh, no, that's a good point you make. No, I don't. No, it's, I just know how hard it'll be, and I've coached Origin before, and I know the second game's probably the toughest game of the three of them uh, because there's one team absolutely desperate not, mm. to, not to lose... And the other teams, you know, can be a little bit complacent, but they'll get in the, in the mix, and that's us. So, no, I'm not I'm not thinking too far ahead, except for the kickoff. What's the hardest thing about uh, coming down to New South Wales and playing here? Oh, no, I don't think there's anything hard about that anymore. We play at these venues so often now. I mean, in yesteryear, when it was a whole different format, yeah. it was it was difficult. But for these guys, I mean, we've got four or five players who played in the grand final only a fortnight ago. Just before we go, you know what I'm going to ask. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're going to ask. My mum reckons you're a great dancer. <laughs> We're going to see it tonight. Yeah, well, I, I didn't um, I didn't even realise I did the dance until they put Pretty Woman on. Oh, it's your favourite song. <laughs> One of my favourites. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Is it that. good to see you? I didn't even realise I did it. <laughs> well, keep dancing, Wayne. Right. Uh, your team obviously loves it. Best of luck tonight, and um, we'll see you in Brizzy. Thanks, Carl. Wayne Bennett. Thank Thanks. you, guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Wayne Bennett there with Carl. They really are. He loves Carl, doesn't he? See, I don't read it like that. I think he would want to be anywhere else but in that room. He told him he couldn't do the documentary, but he he compensates for that. The problem is... Oh, you think they're good interviews? No, I'm not saying they're good interviews, but he... he, he, uh... The problem is he does great interviews with Freddie. Yeah. (laughs) Freddie's unavailable. But anyway, uh, that was interesting. Gus, not on the Mm. television broadcast, but uh, Carl is there. Uh, So, uh, 40,000. It's a sellout here tonight, uh, much like the grand final. So um, half uh, the stadium will be full. Triple M rocking the footy for Ream Hot Water uh, and for Maccas. He did sound Dell pretty composed there. Well, I mean, he's, you know, he's coached almost a 1,000 games literally. So uh, it, it, no drama for him. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He's, he's getting the players in there and just, you know, he's, he's taking a bit of heat off them um, as he did. The, you know, well, that's what he does. Uh, having to go to the journeys and stuff. But, um, you know, they would have had a good camp, no doubt. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. We'll hear from Brad Fittler and we'll get you ready for this contest. It's the Maroons and the Blues, game two of the 2020 State of Origin series. You're listening live across the nation here on Triple M. Marine Hot Water. Triple M rocks footy. Thanks to Reem and McDonald's. Let's go. 
the Queenslanders allege was running away. Like, like you would think a lovely that's little. A mystery. Like that's a day. That's a day. That's a day story. Like yeah. that yeah. these two young Tyros. Like watch out for these two. But it sort of just gets lost. But interesting. Uh, Kenty today in the Telegraph wrote a piece about the lack of hate, much along the lines of what you're talking about, Gertz. And he was talking about the, the punch rule that Dave Smith outlawed. Now we know what a popularist Peter Volandis is. Oh, Dad. <laughs> is there a chance he'd say, you know what? Listen, I, he does listen to the people. He does. He does. He will change things if he thinks it's going to improve ratings and improve attendances. Can you see the punch? being decriminalised in our game. How can you do that in an era of concussion? Where we're having all the debates we're having about concussion, you just cannot bring back the punch. You cannot. We'd love it, but it's unrealistic, Tan. Even in origin, even if they made, gave special sort of compensation. (laughs) Okay, so like MG, when he was playing back in the day, listen, they're not NRL rules. You can go out there and you can do whatever you like. And and it's not just about, I know it's different this year because it's at the end of the season, but generally you've got these in the middle of the year and guys just don't want to get suspended from their club footy. They don't want to miss club games as well. So... I, I don't think that can work. Well, uh, the, prob- the, so the thing is, the, the punches footballers throw, they wouldn't... Well, know, break, hang on. Break a gra- but this man, this man, Gerds, knows how to throw a punch. He's with you, Emma Lawrence. Yes, I'm with Tim Zoo. Tim, you've got your Blues jersey on. We know you're a very proud New South Welshman. Can they get the job done tonight, do you think? Oh, truly. 100% believe in their victory tonight. <laughs> now, big, uh, big month ahead for you. December 16, Bankwest Stadium. You've got your fight. Really doesn't get much bigger. How are the preparations coming along? Yeah, everything's going well. Um, it's great to be here. And just looking at the crowd, the, the whole stadium vibe, I just can't, can't wait to get in there and, and punch this game in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe a fight for you at ANZ soon as well? Well, let, let's start off a bit slower, but, yeah, hopefully in the future we can get ANZ. Yeah, that'd be great. Can't wait. Up to you, boys. Hey, Tim, um, I was just wondering, have you done a little bit of work with the New South Wales side over the last couple of years? No, no. You didn't uh, go into camp at all with them? No, no, I haven't. Who do you reckon Who do you reckon from uh, from the New South Wales side would be able to hold his hands up in the ring okay? I don't think none of them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, just be honest, mate. Um, who no. is that? One of the big boys, probably. They can... Get it on. Tyson Frizzell? Oh, he, actually, he'd be all right. You reckon he'd go, yeah, hey, wouldn't you? I reckon he'd, he'd be able to land a good shot. He'd have some timing and power. Ado Carl's hey, the one that can throw him, apparently. Who'd, oh, hey, yeah. hey, who do you reckon's going to win out of Gallon and Hunt? Uh, that's a tough one, but I'm putting... I'd put my money on Gal. Why? Oh. I just reckon he's fitter, more durable, and he'll, he's got the hunger. Now, please tell me, Tim, you're not the undercard to Gal. I no, mean, of course not. The thank you. Thank goodness. I mean, I was going to say, oh, have no. to, I mean, Gal thinks he's a star, but there's no way this rising star of Australian boxing can, can play second fiddle to Paul Gallant. <laughs> anyway, uh, when what's the plan, Tim? So you get through this fight on uh, in December. What, obviously, COVID and, and, and <laughs> everything's up in the air, but what is the best-case scenario for you? Uh, the best-case scenario? Um, just keep fighting. Hopefully we can find some fighters. But, you know, the, the main thing is world titles, and I think Australia deserves this. And to have it here in Australia, that's what we need. All right, beautiful. Mate, enjoy Good the game. Good luck, Tim. Yeah. Good luck, mate. Thanks, enjoy the guys. game, buddy.
And once again, uh, lovely to speak to Tim. There's Nathan Cleary. Uh, yeah, uh, Nathan. <laughs> Ivan Cleary just walking down uh, yes. here. Just, uh, you think he would have had enough of footy by now, <laughs> then, wouldn't you? Coming to but, all the games. He was in Adelaide, too. Was he? Yeah, yeah. there he is. Just in the whole family went to Has he got a can in his hands out there? Oh, I hope so. I think he does. He sees it's done. Oh, look at him. He's on holidays. Remember when he was off, he had that sabbatical, and Nathan was sort of starting to his ascent. And Nathan and Ivan would be on the hill. Yeah. On the hill at Leichhardt. With cans, the man of the people. I don't think he can get away with that He's now. Probably still like drowning his sorrows after uh, losing the ground. Oh, oh, good on you, Reggie. Jeez, mate. <laughs> it was a lovely, nice chat, and you had to take it down that path. <laughs> let's. Uh, do we want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break, and we'll come back. We're half an hour from kickoff. It's the Blues and the Maroons live on Triple M. Thanks to McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Thanks to Rain and McDonald's. Let's go! Triple M rocks, state of origin. And uh, the lights are off now. It's going to be a bit of a pre-game show. Although it's not quite dark here at ANZ Stadium because we are in the middle of November with daylight savings. But uh, still, it's a good scene here at ANZ. Not quite 40,000 yet, but it is a sellout. So it will be uh, as full as it can be before right kickoff. Uh, in about 25 minutes. Wendell Saylor, Ryan Girdler, and Brent Reed here with Dan Ganane. And don't forget, Gangs of London. Every episode of this explosive new series, Gangs of London, premieres this Friday only on Stan. Brad Fittler uh, is with Channel 9. Let's have a listen. Let's bring in the Blues coach, Brad Fittler, who joins us ahead of kickoff tonight. Freddie, great to see you. Tight turnaround. How's that impacted the preparations? Well, if anything, it's given us less time to think about what happened in Adelaide, so most really a good thing. It wasn't too hard to work out what went wrong and what we need to change and just most really need to up the ante and not wait for it to happen. Freddie, the difference between pressure leading into a big game as a player and as a coach, can you describe it? I think the body feels the same. You still get those nerves. Uh, but I think, obviously, as a player, you go out there and you know, you've got to put yourself, your body on the line. And uh, as a coach, you don't quite get that luxury, if you want to call it a luxury. But also, there's a bit of an unknown, which, which alters things a little bit. But I've got to say, both extremely exciting and uh, really grateful to be able to do both. Really windy in the stadium. Has that been spoke about? Yeah, it has. Uh, it's a really fast track, very similar to the grand final night. I'm not sure there's going to be any juice, so the wind actually took that off. But um, she swirls around a little bit when we went out there. But, you know, I think it, it had an impact in Adelaide, and we've just got to make sure it doesn't in this game, if anything, in our favour. Brad, all the best tonight. We'll see you sideline. Thank you. So thank you to Channel 9, Brad Fittler there. Uh, you touched on, Gerds, the, the changes with Finucane and Brown coming in, Isaiah Yo as well. But obviously the focus will be on Walker and Cleary as a partnership. Do you think he's gone the right path, Brad Fittler, when he could have used, say, Whiten at number six? He could have kept Luke Keary. Um, how do you think this combination will fare? Well, he's banking on the fours doing a job for him in the middle because if, if he wanted a big running 5 8 you're right, he would have put Jack Whiten in there and obviously then used someone like a Zach Lomax. So uh, he believes that, you know, we've got a pack that can dominate through the middle and that'll allow time and space for the Walkers, the Clearies and the Cooks. All right, so we're just waiting to see what's happening here. Uh, we've got the spotlights uh, going around here at ANZ Stadium, and uh, we're going to have some sort of light show. They've got the tarpaulin all uh, across the ground here, so uh, we'll get a bit of a, a light show here. What do you think, Dill? AJ Brimson's superb last week. Yeah. Val Holmes it hasn't been a stellar return to rugby league, so 
do they lose much? Oh, look, I think so, because just the way that AJ, with the energy that he plays with, obviously he's young, he's, he's hungry, and just Val's got to find his timing again now. So he, he wasn't playing very good football at the Cowboys, as we know, just because of the injury, and just, just coming back. Are you a little... Philip Sammy was a bit nervous. Now, now the poor yep. bugger last week, he was thrown into the team yep. on an hour's notice. Uh, do you think they'll try and expose him yeah, to Blues? I think so. They'll be crazy not to, you know. He looked a little bit nervous at times, but he got into the game. So I'd expect them to target him. There was a lot of that last week, Dan, where New South Wales obviously coming up against eight debutants just sort of went away from from picking at those weaknesses that they might have been able to create in that first half. And especially with their kicking game, especially with the pressure on, you know, guys in the air. Um, you know, I think they've got an advantage with with two um, with big toops going up against Sammy there, and you spoke about uh, Brimson. So that's a part of the playmakers. That's a part of the game managers, and that's another a box that they didn't tick last week. And especially with the edge defence, everyone's been talking about Queensland's edge defence going into this series. Uh, you know, Gagai usually sort of plays on the wing. Capewell's a back row for the Panthers. Now, you put them in the centres around guys that they've never defended with before, and they weren't really challenged at all last week because New South Wales never got themselves in a position on the field yeah. where they could open up a side and really go at them. So, again, uh, you, you spoke about Walker before. He's a guy that's just going to test. If there's a little chink in their armour, he's a guy that can really can, you know, repeatedly test those if there are any weaknesses and um, expose, you know, the best defensive players. I think the flip side of that with Walker is, though, I think Queensland will really go after him because I think defensively he's not a big body, is he? Nathan's a really solid defender, yep. but I think they'll really go after Walker and I think they can... Um, I think they can get some joy there. If they can get some ball, ball down on the New South Wales line, I reckon they'll go straight out Walker every have, time. Have we made in attack too much of Cleary-Walker as a combination, Gerds, and not enough of Walker-Cook Yeah, well, six and nine combination? Yeah, well, it goes again back to the middle. If there's any opportunities through the middle third of the field, Damian Cook's going to identify him. He did that in uh, in, in the f- first half last week, and I was actually thinking in that first half, he's, he's a hard dummy half to rig because he's so quick. So if he takes off and you're not pushing up with him, he even left Teddy behind a couple of times last week. He won't do that with Walker because they play together so often. As soon as he moves, I mean, Cody Walker knows what Cook's doing before almost Cook knows. Yeah. So he'll be pushing up and he'll be really good at that. And if there's any weaknesses through the middle third of the Queensland pack or anyone doesn't turn up for their assignment, they're two guys that can really take full advantage of that. All right, let's take a quick break, uh, clear that out of the way, and then we are back for Game 2, the Blues and the Maroons, live on the Triple M Network. Thanks to McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Triple M rocks footy. This half for Sea-Doo. Get on board a Sea-Doo and discover why it's Australia's number one choice in personal watercraft. Well, what did we tell you? <laughs> Trouble was coming. Just when you thought New South Wales were as sure as winks on race day, Wayne Bennett's baby Maroons came from the back of the field to produce one of the greatest upsets in origin history. And so for the second year running, New South Wales find themselves 1-0 down in a do-or-die battle to save the series. 
See, the thing about Origin, you just can't predict anything. But in its 40 years, one thing never changes in every Origin series. Game two. Game two is always do or die for one team. And once again, that team is New South Wales. 40 years built on nights like this. And now Freddie faces his toughest challenge, and it will be without his captain and the heart and soul of the Blues, Boyd Cordner. Luke Keary's been dumped, and this is now well and truly Nathan Cleary's team. It's pretty brutal. We all know what we put our hands up for. Will he sink or will he swim? Wayne Bennett's made these kids think they're 10 foot tall and bulletproof. I'm not a rock star, I'm a football coach. And all this talk about Queensland being the worst origin side in history. (laughs) Well, that will just make them want it that little bit more. to make some changes. No Brimson and no Welsh. They are big, big losses. But after what's happened over the last couple of years, Queensland would love nothing more than to seal the series on enemy territory. Queensland have won it. It's a South Wales must win this game or the series is a disaster. So let's see just what these kids are made of. Who will stand up tonight and make their mark on origin history? State of Origin, Game 2, for our great mates at Ream and Maccas. New South Wales versus Queensland. Triple M, Rock's Origin. Bring it on. We are live at ANZ Stadium, a venue which for many, many years was a graveyard for Queensland teams, but not anymore. The Maroons have won nine of the last 17 Origins at this venue, and even past the dynasty, they have had a good record at this ground. They've won three of the last six contests, going back to 2015. So a venue which shouldn't hold too many fears. Last year... They had the Blues at 20 all with a minute to play in the Origin decider. But, of course, New South Wales with James Tedesco scored at the death. The Blues aiming to win to take it to a decider where they have an absolutely diabolical record at Suncorp. They've won there twice in 10 years. So history is up against the Blues. But they have two games to turn this around as the players are being introduced uh, on the big screen. Their images and their names, and that's why you can hear some of the the cheering in the background. Ryan Girdler's made a big sacrifice. Wendell, he was supposed to be presented to the crowd as part of you know the greatest blues ever, and uh, yeah. he, he sacrificed that to sit here with no, us. No, it wasn't the greatest blues ever. <laughs> I don't think I'm in that conversation. But, um, yeah, there was a really uh, nice moment there from the New South Wales Rugby League. They organised throughout the week. They got a lot of the old players there and to celebrate the 40 years, had a few of their highlights up, highlights up there and introduced them to the crowd. So I think that's really important and um, and the fans seem to enjoy it. So it would have been fun. But Charlie, the producer, just put the cold wash on it and just knocked it on the head and <laughs> gave it about 15 seconds when I sent him through the opportunity. He just came back with, I don't think so. Yeah, that's good anyway. producing. Good producing from young Charlie. Reedy, there's no chance Origin will be postseason again, is there? No, no chance at all there. I always thought it was quite unrealistic. Um, but Peter obviously likes, Peter Volandis likes to throw things out there and he, he gauges a reaction. I think the reaction after game one shows that 
it just can't happen. There's just too many players who at this time of year are, are ruled out. And, and I think people, as we said before, they sort of switch off a little bit after the grand final. I mean, it'll rate better tonight, we imagine. We were talking about it before, but I don't think it's enough to convince them to change the schedule. I also don't think it works in the way of having guys not playing football yeah. and then having to wait three or four weeks to get another game. And I think yeah. part of that was the reason we had the scrappy contest at the opening of last week. So generally throughout the year, you've got the four players in the middle of the year going into you know, the biggest showpiece of the year. So I just don't think you can afford to have, you know, key players with, you know, a couple of weeks off going in with their timing off into what's, you know, the biggest games of the year. Rudy, when will all those decisions be made? Because, uh, look... COVID's the reason, obviously, we, we, we've gone this deep into 2020. But decisions will have to be made quickly, I gather. Yeah, they've got to be. But I think they've told the clubs they expect the draw to be, draw to come out towards the end of November. So okay. we're talking, you know, it's the 11th now, the next couple of weeks. Okay. Because they've got to obviously send the draw away. It's got to go to that. The guy with the in, 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 in Canada. Or yeah, in Canada, yeah. He's got to sit Press there with the his... Button. Coke bottle glasses yeah, in yeah, front yeah. of his... Are they still doing Commodore that? 64 and work it out. <laughs> He's Atari. <laughs> uh, so, uh, okay, that's uh, something to look forward to in a, in a couple of weeks is these uh, players... Are they doing the long walk again tonight, Dan, are they? The I believe they are. New oh, South yeah. Welshman walking across from the... Uh, what's it called? The facility just over the Academy road of, uh, Centre of Excellence. Centre of Excellence. It's like a two-kilometre. Yeah, it's it not quite yeah. two... It feels like two kilometres. Have you been down there? Have you done that walk? Oh, I haven't done the walk, no. I think you're on the walls down there, Gert. Am I? Yeah. They have great moments, former no. players the on the wall. The producer wouldn't let me go and look at that either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if they be- was beaten last year on the bell by Queensland, there's every chance we would never have the two-kilometre walk ever again. <laughs> but the fact that they won and um, it seemed to uh, lift them. Would you have liked to have done that, Dell? Like, you know, the Bill Goldberg, two, you know, long walk. <laughs> down. You know Bill Goldberg, the, <laughs> yeah, the great the, WCW the wrestler. wrestler? Yeah, absolutely. Would you have liked to have, But that would be right up your personality. Yeah, of course. The build, up, the yeah. build up, yeah, the build up, yeah. People just, yeah, cheering. And then the more you cheer, the, the bigger I get. Yeah, they're here to watch me. They're here to watch me for sure. That's it. I used to love you that. know what was a really good walk? And you would have seen it, Del. When the Warriors first came oh, back in, yeah. 95, that and they walked good. down the tunnel yep. to the drums. Yeah. That was good. No, I remember that. That was really good. Hey, what's going on with the Warriors, Rudy? Are they... Are they Red clear for are they going to be? Are they thinking they uh, might get to play in New Zealand well, next year? I think initially they're going to have split camps. They'll have a camp of Australian based players and a camp of uh, players based in Auckland. And then at some point, I think in the new year, they'll come together. Uh, and at this stage, right. yeah, and, uh, I think Brownie's going to be over in New Zealand and Justin Morgan's going to look after the players in Australia. Uh, and then I think, well, uh, well was, if I've got this right, Jacinta Ardern has. Uh, taking the handbrake off a little. There is travel allowed between Australia and New Zealand. Well, I don't think they're allowed in the Queensland, are they, Dan? That could be an issue because they've obviously got a part playing Queensland. Yes. So that could be the problem. Yes. So they may have to base themselves here again. But obviously there was, there was the news about the vaccine yes. a couple of days ago. So hopefully uh, it won't be an issue once the season starts. Anyway, we've got uh, all of summer to worry about mm. that. We've got a game here now to look forward to as the fireworks continue to go off and the flames as well. And... It is dark now at ANZ. It does actually feel more like an origin than normally than it has uh, over the last they hour always, or so. They always work better at night time, the fireworks. <laughs> <Yeah. then. laughs> I remember the America's Cup, they'd put fireworks off, but the America's Cup was done in daytime. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, that was quite weird. Bream Hot Water bring us uh, Triple M footy, as do McDonald's and their new McSpicy Burger. And Ream, of course, steady, hot and strong. And one more time, I remind you that Gangs of London is the explosive new series uh, that premieres this... 
Is it this Friday or last Friday? Didn't we say last week it was premiering this Friday? Anyway, it's going to be on stand very, very soon. It's on a Friday, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the countdown continues here at Rugby League headquarters. And Brent Reid, we will say farewell to you. I've got to go, Dan. Thank you very well done, mate. Thanks, boys. All right. So, uh, as we wait for these uh, players to emerge, let's clear this 30-second break and we'll be back on the other side. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.